Welcome to another episode of Z-List Radio. This is Ro Hurley, and with me is Chris Otto. Hello, Chris Otto. How you doing? Good. How are you? Great. Um, hey, we've been off the air for a while, but let me get this out of the way. Um, check us out on podcastalley.com. Search for Z-List. Sign up on our forum, zlist.com. Click on forum, register. Um, you do need to verify via email, and I do need to approve your account. So let me know where you found us, and I will put you through. Um, check out our blog on zlist.com. It's the home page, one of the most popular on WordPress. Did you notice that, Chris? Yeah, I did. That like, David Carradine article really brought in a lot of people. Yeah, but we're getting like thousands a day. Yeah. Like thousands of fucking hits a day. How amazing is that? Um, so our last show was in April. Yeah? Yeah. We've been gone for almost two months. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy, huh? What happened? Oh, wait. Time flies. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I know what happened. Um, you were away for a while, weren't you? Yeah, I uh, went back to Tent City Jail in uh, Phoenix, Arizona to, you know, increase my street cred. <laughs> well, you're, you're fully accredited now, I would say. Um, so, but you weren't in Tent City the whole time. Uh, no, uh, the, I spent about 21 days in uh, Durango County Jail, which is condemned. And that's like an inside cell type place. And then I spent the other 21 days in Tent City. So, um, enlighten us. What were you in for? Um, a violation of probation. Remember the last show that we had that I talked about when I went to jail? For... I can kind of remember it. It was a long time ago, but... Yeah, it was for that one day. It was actually late... or was early April. Early April. Wait, you were... But our last show was on the 26th. Well, regardless, uh, yeah, it was for that time when I was walking down the street and I wasn't that drunk. Mm-hmm. And they just decided to pull me over and give me a breathalyzer. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't allowed to have any alcohol in my system at all. Mm-hmm. So they violated my probation. So you got suddenly locked up and then we were kind of like left showless. Although I could have done shows without you, but I kind of didn't really want to. Yeah. Um, I did have some other... Uh, things lined up but i just lacked motivation and such so um so you went to jail and you got what two months uh yeah i got two months but i got two for ones for 20 of the days so i ended up doing 40 days okay so you were 40 days 40, in jail. 42 days and what was that like it was awesome <laughs> Now, when when you're in Durango, do you have to wear the yeah. pink underwear also? Yeah, everything's the same. Uh, the only difference is stripes all say unsentenced on them, even if you're sentenced. Um, because Durango is higher security than the tents. It's for people that usually are going to court. Uh-huh. 
And that's where I worked when I went to the tents, too. I worked in the kitchen for Durango. Oh, okay. And Durango's, like, really dirty. Uh, we talked about it when we interviewed Insight last time. Mm-hmm. But it's really dirty, and it's like a pod-type situation, and uh, there's a lot of people crammed into, like, a really small area. It used to be a woman's uh, insane asylum. Really? Yeah. It's like a really old condemned building. So, um, so why were you in there for so long? Um, originally, I was in there uh, because I wasn't sentenced. They uh-huh. decided to put a bond on me. Okay. And, uh, what does that mean? They decided they wanted me on a $10,000 bond. Uh-huh. The probation department. Okay. So I had to be held till I went to court. And when they did that originally, they said I could plead guilty, but there was no plea bargain. So I said no, and they gave me a plea bargain, which was the same as what they said they were going to do. So I just said fine, and I got two for one. Mm-hmm. So, um, now we talked on the phone. You know what I realized? Because we did talk on the phone a few times when, when you were in. There are and, quite a few. And yeah, I appreciate you taking my calls. No problem. I'll, I'll always take your calls. Um, but, um, I, you know what? I thought about it later. I should have recorded it and just, like, done shows with you from the inside, you know? like. Yeah, then you could have sold your car. Sold my car? <laughs> to pay for this fucking thing. Oh, no shit, huh? Yeah. No kidding. Those are expensive. It's like yeah. twenty two thirty seven a call. Out of state. It's a dollar something for a local call. That's crazy. So, well, one of the times when I was on the phone with you, I, I actually, I'll tell my side of the story and then you tell what happened on your side. Is that cool? So, so I was on the phone with Chris and, um, and I hear this, this guy, like, in the background, there's, like, all this noise. You can hear, it's, like, it sounds really crowded and really noisy, and you can hear all of these little background conversations going on. And so I'm, I'm, I kind of hear in the background some guy call this other guy a sexy bitch. He says, like, hey, you're one sexy bitch, ha, ha, ha. And the guy he said that to got kind of pissed. And then all of a sudden, everything in the background just goes quiet. And and then I'll let you pick it up from here, Chris. So, so apparently calling the one guy a sexy bitch was a big deal. Yeah. Well, I'll start from okay. the beginning rather than picking up from there. Is that okay. right? That's cool. All right. In in jail, uh, one of the rules is that you can't call people certain names. You can't call them a punk, a bitch, a snitch, or a faggot. It's just if. If you call somebody by one of those words, it's considered what they call green light. That means you can punch them right there where they stand. It's the only way you can ever do that. Um, if somebody says anything else to you or even pushes you or punches you, you're not allowed to fight back unless you ask the head of your race. So, uh, But if somebody calls you a bitch, you have to fight. No matter what, how, in what context they use the word bitch, you have to fight it right there on site if somebody calls you a bitch so but what happens if you don't though i mean you have to or else you get beat up by the other people in your race uh, uh oh okay it's but even like, if even if the guy is the same race there's no poly- that it, it, that's just, that's worse oh okay but no matter what it's still if you call somebody a bitch there has to be a fight right then uh-huh just like if if you if you get called into the bathroom to do a fight you have to go so what are the words? Wait, what are the words? Punk. That, punk? punk. A punk what? is like a kind of like a snitch, 
it's also kind of like a bitch. Like if you're a, like a, a punk in prison, these are all prison rules. Right. But a punk is like, you know, the guy who holds the other guy's belt loop. You know, you're his punk. You do yeah. everything. It's all, it's almost got gay terminology. Gotcha. Fag. Um, and, uh, and it's not fight. You get a chin check that you, uh, you go into the bathroom and the guy that you called a bitch gets to hit you in the face and you have to just stand there. And wow. like, I saw people with like all kinds of broken jaws and I did oh, the kitchen. Fuck. I did the kitchen and, you know, we serve like five or six liquid meals a day and five or six soft meals a day. Because people got chin checked? Yeah. Ooh. Because it knocks your teeth out. You're standing there trying to brace yourself and you just get punched in the face as hard as you can. Wow. Chin check Chin check's the term for what, what you get if you fuck up, break any of the rules. Wow. Yeah. So, um, okay, go on. So... So this one incident, so what happened? Okay. Uh, basically, there's this one guy there. He was going to jail for like, he was going to prison for like nine years for selling uh, false IDs, or no, for selling IDs and checkbooks that go along with them to undercover cops. Mm-hmm. And he had a ton of priors. And that's like one of the worst crimes there is. Selling, like the charges were like some, like selling identification is really bad. Selling it to an undercover cop is really, really bad. So he signed a plea bargain for nine and a half years in prison. So he was pretty fucking crazy. And he's from a place in Arizona called Sunny Slope, which is very ghetto. It's like, it's known as being the most ghetto part of Phoenix. It's just the worst part of town. And the guy had like this really long beard that came straight down. And he was just really weird looking. What what guy had that? The guy that they called a sexy bitch. Okay. And he had this crazy haircut that he hadn't cut for like the seven months he was there awaiting trial. And he had his head shaved, except for this little front part in the front that looks like the, what all the Mexicans did. Right. And he just looked ridiculous. He was one of them. He looked like a cartoon character. Everything about him was funny. I hated him. But he was cool. He let me borrow some books. But he always asked for like commissary because he's a hungry motherfucker another thing that guy did on a side note is this is kind of gross to me but imagine this okay you're served your food on plastic trays so, okay. sorry to go off on a tra- tangent but imagine this would you do this if you're you're like imagine airplane trays okay mm-hmm. it's on a plastic tray you get your food everybody sits at the table eats it while people would take their tray after they were done eating their parts of each portion to the trash can he would say hey 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 hey, hey come here come here come here <gasps> Oh, yeah. Like everybody. I'm talking about everybody. No exceptions. And if there was too much food there that they acquired, they'd put it in the bags that the back lunches came in and eat it like four hours later. Was it? Was he fat? Um. Yeah. Well, he was a meth head. Oh. So but he's but used to digging was, in dumpsters and shit, basically. Okay, but so... Yeah, he was, he was kind of fat, yeah, too. But he, but he was a meth head, so it made him like... Like, he would definitely be a huge fat guy if meth was never part of his life. Mm-hmm. But he was pretty fat, yeah. So, okay, so so someone called him a sexy bitch. Oh, yeah, he got his head shaved except for the front. And it was he just looked ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And this kid who was, like, always kissing his ass was like, oh, you sexy bitch. Uh. Or, you know what I mean? Because he just got his hair cut. Like, I think it, he might have even used an Austin Powers kind of 
accent when he said it, like, oh, you're a sexy bitch. Yeah, I think, I heard him say it, and he sounded like he was making a joke. It didn't sound like he was No, he apologized. Yeah, he didn't. So right after, yeah, right after he said it, he's like, what the fuck, man, you don't say that shit, you motherfucker, and he he went on like a three-minute fucking soliloquy about all the rules. He just don't call somebody a bitch. And then he just kept apologizing, and he just kept saying, "Take your medicine, take." And this is the same guy. Like anytime anything went on, went on like this, he was always cheering it on from his bed in his boxer shorts. <laughs> like, man, if somebody calls you to the bathroom, you got to go. And this is him talking to other, quote, his race. Right. Like he's constantly trying to promote fights there because he's bored. You know. Right. This has been his life for like eight months. And from here, he's going to a prison. And since he's going for so many years, he's going to start off at maximum security and have to work his way down. Mm-hmm. So his life is a shitstorm. Like nine years. Imagine doing nine years in jail. Yeah, That's no. like, Even if, a, let's say, Obama gets reelected, there could still, by the time he gets out, be a president after that. Or there will be a president after that when he gets out. Do you see what I'm saying? Hello? Okay, I'm here. I can. Sorry. Why, why'd you get silent? I'm sorry. It was my mute. Um. So um. So what happened after he called the guy a sexy bitch? She goes, "Oh, you're a sexy bitch." And the guy went on his diatribe, and the guy apologized. So then what? Um. After the diatribe, uh, the guy kept apologizing. Then they talked to the head about it, while the guy just kept screaming that he wanted to chin check him. And finally, like about an hour later, they finally chin checked him in the bathroom. So the so. But yeah. he, he didn't want to get hit in the in the chin because he had to go to court. So he asked to be hit in the head, and he hit him in the head, and it nodded on one side, and then his other side of the head hit the big metal shower, and <laughs> made a huge fucking knot. Oh my god! So it looked like he had devil's horns. Man, that's messed up. But yeah, I was like flabbergasted because I heard all that. And then it got like real quiet, like the whole room must have cleared out or something, right? When well, you're just the not. No, everybody wanted to watch it, but you're not supposed to really make any noise because you don't want to draw attention. I see. It's called no rubbernecking. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I was thrilled that I got to hear that. That was like the first of. I mean, it was over. It was so like benign, the guy's comment, and it was such a huge deal there. It was just amazing to me. So, um,. Anyway, so then you get moved over to Tent City, right? Eventually. The problem, I got stuck there even after I got sentenced. And I was supposed to get two for ones, uh-huh. which means I work a job. Uh-huh. Um, they had me stuck on a medical hold for no apparent reason. I kept asking, am I on a medical hold? The medical would tell me no, but then the jail would say I was. And I had to deal with that for like another 15 days. Right. So. So, um... So then, okay, so then you finally get to Tent City, and how hot was it? Um, at first, it was real hot, because I was in that one place for like 20 days, which uh-huh. was piped in, recirculated air conditioning, right? without going out at all, to just like heat, but then I, my body got used to it pretty fast, just because I'm used to Arizona weather. Right. Well, and you work outside a lot, well, so... Yeah. Yeah, I work in the real hot, hot weather. So, so you get there to Tent City, and were they like, "Oh, great, you again?" Or like, well, yeah, it was embarrassing. I mean, 
especially with some of the guards that, you know, because they, they see me there, they're always like, oh, you probably got a DUI. Yeah, I got a DUI. Well, you're not going to do that again. No. So they see me there, the first thing they think is that I already got another DUI, you know? Yeah. Which wasn't the case at all. I just happened now, to be drunk on a Wednesday. Now, I, I just want to clarify that you're you're very easy to distinguish because you're so tall. So like, yeah. so like, there's no mistaking you. Like they, yeah. like, like, there's no like, weren't you here before? You look kind of familiar. It's like, oh, it's that six foot nine guy again. You yeah, know, he's everybody back, knows so. my last name. Every officer there. Yeah, there's a lot. So, so you get back there, and and you 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 get settled and everything, right? So, were there still people there that you knew from before? Well, yeah, there was a guy that came back. He uh, violated his, he was on drug court. He was like a heroin addict or something. He was okay. actually used to be a school teacher from Jersey. Uh-huh. He uh, was back, but he was getting page two, which meant he had another charge awaiting because he, he was on two probations at once and he had to go back to court for violating his other probation. Right. By violating the first probation. So so he was there and, and you, you, so you get put into another tent and yeah. then how soon can you start working? Oh, I started working the next day. And and you wanted to because you wanted to get the two days for one. So oh, you could oh. cut. Actually, that's not true. I was in what they call the welfare tents for one day. What's that mean? When you first get there, there's a group of tents where the people don't work. Mm-hmm. I was in there when I first got there because they had too many people working. Really? Yeah. And then you have to wait for someone to go or to fuck up on the job, right? Yeah. And then, so they or they, you wait till they get a, a large group of people. I see. That's what they did in my case. What do you I mean, think. a large group of people? Like they don't like trickling them in one at a time. They like to put them oh. all. Oh, okay, I see. So they can go through the training all at once. Yeah, the training it increases camaraderie, a whole bunch of stuff. It's mm, okay. Pl- it's pl- it's obviously planned. Yeah. So Luckily, was it- my two for ones had already kicked in. All the other people that were in the welfare tents weren't getting two for ones. I see. But I was I was only there for one or two days, and then they moved me to the working tents. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, so then, oh, so there's working tents. So if someone's not working, then it's like a whole section. Yeah, there's there's like four yards. Three of them they're using right now. The first yard is like first and second shift kitchen. That's the farthest yard from, like, the day room, which is where the TV and the lockers and the shower and all that stuff is. Mm-hmm. The furthest one is all the people that work first and second shift kitchen. The second yard is all the people that work laundry and other jobs around there. There's a million jobs. Then the first one is for all welfare people and then a couple of specialized jobs. Right, okay. So um, so then, so now you're you're... Was there any like celebrities like Charles Barkley and DMX or no. anybody like that there anymore? No, absolutely so, not. Now no. DMX is going back, right? I just read something. No, he. I, what I, from what I heard, he's not going to have to do any more time. Oh, I thought I read something on Friday that he is. Maybe because I heard it before Friday. Yeah, I, I was reading. It was like on TMZ or something uh. that that he had that he was in court and they think he's going to have to do some more time and he's trying to get out of it or whatever. But um, so um, so. You're in the tents. How often they they give you your standard uniform and stuff, right? So how yeah. how often do you get a new uniform? Like how often do you get a fresh one? Oh, every day when I got back. Uh, you work seven days a week. Oh, okay. So you get so you get a clean uniform whenever you get back. Yeah. So you can at least shower and and like be a little bit clean. Yeah, 
Okay. I mean, the shower's gross because it's like a room with like 15 spigots coming out of it. Ooh, and a bunch of naked guys. guys. Yeah, oh. and they all shower at the same time because you want to shower right when you get back from work because you've been washing dishes or whatever you've done. Yeah. And so, did you ever, like, catch anybody looking at your privates or anything? like? No, because you just don't make eye contact with people and you don't look around, so you uh-huh. can't catch people. So, did, did, did guys, like... Okay, how do I ask this? Do they... Um, where do they jerk off? Like, like, do they, like, ever have boners in the shower? And No, there's uh, porta-potties, but they're the most disgusting things in the world. They call them whack shacks. Uh-huh. Because they're just they're porta potties out on the yard. So if uh-huh. you wanted to go in there and were silent about it, you could probably turn get one off. So did I, you did you ever see anybody like no. they wouldn't do it? Did you ever do it? Did you do it there? No, absolutely not. Because you were too disgusted. Oh yeah, the porta potties were probably the nast one of the nastiest things there. Uh huh. But like not, not, and jerking off was probably the least about it. Like the smell of it itself. It's it, oh. there's probably like a thousand inmates and there's there's probably like ten porta potties. Uh-huh. And like you'd have to in the morning you'd have to wait in line and pee, like they just piss like they were oh. it's just it's it's a disgusting it's like imagine a porta potty at a construction site where everybody is an inmate in jail. <laughs> yeah. well I think about concerts when people are like drunk as fuck, you know, and there's like shit on the walls and stuff i mean it's it's pretty nasty it's not that bad but Uh it's pretty gross that's pretty gross so but so you you never saw anybody like doing anything nasty or anything like that or any faggotry or anything like that um let me think any kind of faggotry no because it's not like those guys last time i was there Uh there was cheetos which are like the gay guys Uh uh-huh and I've heard all kinds of rumors about the shit they did, but this time I don't think there were any Cheetos, oh. which is what they call the gay guys that act like yeah. women. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so, so you didn't see like, cause those guys aren't like lifers or anything. So they, they have no need to like take on a boyfriend or anything. Cause they're all pretty much short timers, right? No faggotry. I need to really stress this. There was absolutely no faggotry. Can we move on to the next line? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, so what was the most disgusting thing that you saw there? Uh, most disgusting. Well, I can, let me just think of some disgusting things that I saw. Um. Oh, okay. One time we were fucking around at work. I was working at Durango Kitchen, mm-hmm. and my job was to serve the food to Durango which is where I was at, and then the towers, which is like the maximum security jail where all the people were actually going to prison. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a trip going there because it's like, it looks like that Snoop Dogg video, murder was the case. Yeah. it's a, It looks like a prison. It's built like a prison. Like, it's mm-hmm. very secure. It's like you go in through one chain link fence to another one, to another one, to another one, to an electrified one. It's really secure. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people in there are crazy. They all know sign language because they talk to each other from one place to another. Right. So just going in there it was so disgustingly hot and gross. Uh-huh. That was pretty gross. And then another thing about work that was gross was going into the Durango uh, warehouses, what they call them. And that's like a it's a big warehouse type room that has like three hundred inmates in it, uh-huh. and it's just hot. And it's muggy, and it fucking smells like balls and ass. It's just the grossest. You walk in, mm. 
and it's just like it's like walking into the most disgusting thing. That's pretty bad. Um, also, one time I got in a fight with this guy named he went by the name Italy because I guess he was Italian. Uh huh. we were throwing fucking muffins at each other and shit because we were washing dishes. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he, I hit him right in the back of that car, and it made a sm- like a smacking noise. <laughs> and he got mad, so he went outside to like where the dumpster there's a hole in the dumpster when you do the compression thing it knocks out this nasty gross shit oh, uh-huh. and he like took a styrofoam cup of it and walked up behind me and threw it on my ass oh and that's like foul that's like that's like biological warfare i was pissed i didn't talk to him that whole day oh that's pretty gross yeah did he apologize that that sounds like you should have changed he too. like he never did a non-apology he could probably beat my ass he was a little really? sp- Wiley the motherfucker yeah he was like a he was like working out like Cape Fear style in the fucking he like <laughs> seriously he was he dude, would like, like pour boiling water over his head and he'd be like give me more <laughs> yeah no but seriously he, he would go every day he worked with me he was cool he was always really cool to me in fact he gave me like he found some Starbucks fucking uh those Frappuccino drinks yeah and he got some of those somehow in jail wow. that's crazy yeah but that's uh, a luxury yeah, to me especially, because wow. that's what I love. And but he he had like he turned the fucking there's a big room in Durango kitchen of all these cleaning products, even though they never cleaned the kitchen the whole time yeah. I was there. I think no, we never cleaned it, except to like squeegee off the ground. But there's all these cleaning products, like just hundreds of bottles of bleach and all this, and he turned them all into like an exercise room. Hmm. Like like for instance, he'd take like a a broom handle and put like ten bottles of bleach, five on each side, and lift it. And do curls with it and do all the you know like his free weights did you work out with him uh no i just did push-ups and shit oh okay so they didn't have like weightlifting or anything like that no you weren't allowed to do that you could uh well people would take the you weren't supposed to be doing that shit and i didn't, I didn't want to get caught and lose my two four ones he didn't have two four ones so he didn't give a shit mm-hmm. but the other thing they do is uh they take bags of fucking rocks or like a sheet full of rocks and lift that. Hmm. And in Durango, they have uh, bags of water that they put inside the striped shirts mm-hmm. and lift those. They're called water bags. Mm-hmm. They also take the mattress and roll it up and tie it off with a sheet and lift that. Hmm. And they play a shuffleboard game with the styrofoam cups to see how many push-ups you have to do. I did that too. In Durango, I did a lot of that. Oh, okay. Um, so, now that you're out... Now, do you think that... Did you ever, like, see Arpaio in person? Did he, like, ever just strut the ground, you know, like... No, he was there. He was there when the Discovery, the Discovery Channel was filming something there. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what, but I'm in a lot of the scenes in the background trying to, like, stand out. Uh-huh. But they wouldn't interview me. I went up to him and I was like... Because, well, one of my cellmates... Remember that guy that I had you call about? Yeah, yeah. The junior? Yeah, he knew yeah. I wanted to be on there because I was making a big deal out of it as a joke. So I was kind of uh-huh. making fun of the people that were doing it. Uh-huh. I, I acted like my, it was going to be my big break and I was going to be famous because I was on Discovery. <laughs> that's how people were acting. Even uh-huh. the, the guards were all acting like that. Right. And so I was like, I got to do it. And like, I like comb my hair and stuff. And like, I walked up to him and asked, and they were like, No, we don't need you right now. And then I walked back, and then he, 
that guy Jimenez, he was all like, yeah, yeah, they just called you back. They want you over there. They changed their mind. And I was like, seriously, don't make me walk over there. The whole fucking, you know, yard is staring at me right now because I just got denied. They're all going, wah, wah, wah. It's like, no, seriously, they want you. I looked at this other Indian guy, the chief, and he was like, no, no, they want you, dude. Seriously, they all had a straight face. <laughs> and so I walked back over there. I was like, uh, yeah, did you want me to come over here? And they're like, no. And I was like, yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. So they were messing with you, man. That's fucked up. Well, the uh, people that the inmates were, the, not the Discovery Channel. Yeah, no, I know. That's fucked up. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. So, um, what? Why did you want to be on there? Because uh, I, I wanted to answer the questions like really, really crazily and see oh. if I could get on Discovery Channel. I had a whole <laughs> bunch of different things I wanted to say, depending on what they asked me. <laughs> man, that's fucked up. So they didn't take you. No. Nah. Well, I didn't. I didn't really actively try. Mm. Every time, like I tried to do it, I was like, "No, nah, I really don't want to be on Discovery Channel I, as an inmate," you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd like kind of puss out. Mm. So, and I also didn't want to stand there because I did. I really didn't like the people that were just stand around and try to do it, you know. Yeah. I just thought it was really kind of ignorant, but I also really wanted. It's like to those look. people that stand outside of the people's court, you know, when he asks, when he's like randomly asking questions oh no no i was all for that i was doing that i was trying to i want i want to be there but in terms of answering the questions and stuff it got to be a joke you know okay people trying to get the you know their face thinking they're going to be famous by saying something on that when it's all them just complaining you know that's all i gotcha so i had some really good complaints so did you do you think that our pio have you ever had any interaction with them though at all um, I've been in his jails quite a few times. So uh, do you think he's so? Been, he's been like at the kitchen like before and after I've been there, but never at the time I was there. And he was at a couple of the yards and he was standing out in front of the tents one time. And I saw him while they were filming some news thing during Christmas when I was there during Christmas. But do you think like that if you ran into him in the grocery store or something, he'd recognize you as one of his patrons? No. No. No, he's never laid eyes on me. Unless oh, okay. he's, like, read my blog. Maybe. He might check they're, my... They're really... I mean, his his team is really aware of a lot of the press that's out there, and, and even blogs, for that matter, you know? Yeah. I, I read their wiki page, and apparently they, they really scope the internet for any mention. Like, they're real publicity hounds and shit, you know? So... But, um... Okay, so, now, let me ask you this. Have you learned your lesson? <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, because okay, I need you here, you know. I need you here doing a podcast, and we got to get regular again, you know, so to yeah. speak. Yeah, I'm kind of against the whole jail thing. Yeah, okay, I actually good. didn't even plan to go there in the first place, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah. Well, all right, well, let's move on. Um, did you hear that David Carradine died? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he... Um, Apparently from autoerotic asphyxiation, which I didn't really know much about that. I kind of looked at that picture. Did you look at that picture on the blog when he's like hanging and his hands were tied above his head? Yeah. And I guess he had the rope tied down around his, his penis or his nuts. or I don't, I don't know. It said around his privates. I'm not sure exactly which portion. It's his penis because on every – I remember because we have a radio work and when I was in – during the kitchen, uh-huh. and on every station, all they talked about that entire day was his penis. Okay, so I supposedly... literally just kept changing channels. Like David Carradine's penis, his penis, his penis, just going from station to station. 
Okay, because what, what was interesting was when when I first um, when I first heard about it, I thought, okay, the guy chokes himself while he masturbates, right? But then I see his hands are tied above his head. So then I'm thinking, there must be somebody else there in the room with him, right? So maybe like a hooker tied him up or something, you know? I, but I then... Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think it was... The, I believe the family, when they say he was there researching gangs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I do. I think it was obviously gangland-style homoerotic... <laughs> whatever and I, I think you're, you're joking right yeah okay I knew it okay so so anyway so so then I start reading about because um, I'm thinking that there's a hooker there right and that sh- they just split when he died or whatever so then I'm, I'm reading on I'm reading a little bit more about autoerotic asphyxiation and and I learned that, that there's like certain ways that that they can tie themselves up like that like like someone can actually get into that position tied up like self bondage or whatever and so okay so then I'm thinking I'm thinking okay if his hands are tied above his head and the guy's by himself how is how do you orgasm like how do you how do you bring yourself to ejaculate you're asking the wrong guy no no I'm I'm asking this hypothetically because I I, I actually I actually, I'm not asking you, Chris. I'm not thinking okay. that you know how, that you personally know how to do this. Because <laughs> right, you're saying, saying, you're throwing the U word around. No, no, no. I'm just explaining my thought process here. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Ro, how does, how does one go about? Yeah, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How does one go about get, tying, self-bondaging, tying their hands above their head, tying their, their penis in a rope with this rope also around their hands and their neck? How does one get to ejaculate at this point? Like, well, he buys sex toys. Well, well no, he what? He buys sex toys. That was one of the stories. Like this person that sells him sex toys came out publicly and admitted it. Well, yeah, but what does that have to? But how does he? How does he operate a sex toy while he's in that position? He clamps her on beforehand. Oh, no! I didn't read anything about a sex toy being there. It was just the rope. I don't know what was there, but. That there was a sex toy dealer that came out and said that he sells some sex toys. Yeah, but lots of them. Okay, but there, there was no sex toy attached to anything, supposedly. So maybe the gang member stole the sex toy. Now wait a minute, I'm I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, so the, the gang member stole the sex toy. Well, they're like, <laughs> it's a possibility. Wow, that's kind of cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could use this at home. I'll just take this and like la 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 la, and then move on. When they're in a now, gang, they steal. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, okay, so then I found, I found, I, I was like kind of trying to figure out how, how he can ejaculate in this position without any... Can I ask why? Okay, go ahead, never mind. Why, why, I was just curious, like oh, I think I about these things, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a pervert, but that it's like, sense. I, it's like, I'm just fascinated by how someone could do that, right? So then I, so then I read, I found an article of, do you remember the straight, the straight dope with Cecil Adams? Yeah. It's like from the 80s, started in like the 80s or something. I find this 1988 article of The Straight Dope by Cecil Adams, and it explained that, that autoerotic asphyxiation came about when, when someone noticed that when you, when you executed somebody and hung them, a lot of times they ejaculated, you know, like, like as their neck, as they were being choked, it, it kind of let off some release, and it, it allowed them to ejaculate. So supposedly, 
that's that's what it was about like that's how he stimulates himself is is something happens when he hits a certain nerve or something in his neck with the with the with the rope and it it like simulates the hanging and that's how he ejaculates well that's fucking disgusting it's bizarre as fuck i wonder if he shit himself too why are you supposed to do that are you supposed to like I don't know why I wonder this stuff. I'm just, isn't it, isn't it, like, like, can you think of, like, any worse way to be found? Like, if... Um, let me think. <laughs> yeah, I can think of a ton of fucking things. Okay, like what? Like, what would be a worse way to be found than, than, than having tied in yourself a, in up? A, in a barrel with a hole drilled in the side with my mouth super glued onto the hole from the inside <laughs> and it has spray painted insert cock here. Oh dear! Oh yeah, that that would be pretty bad, I guess. Yeah. Now, why would you think of that? Seriously, why would that come to mind? Um, it, <laughs> it's like part of an old joke, and it sounded worse. Oh okay. Anyway, so that's my that that's anyways that that's that's what's getting us all the hits on the blog. Is people are so morbid, they want to see the death pic, they want to see the autopsy pic. I do have one autopsy photo. And I think you're performing the world of service by posting it. Big time. Oh, yeah, because no one else has the boss to, but we do here at the Z-List blog. But there's some more um, autopsy pictures that actually show his genitalia, and and I'm trying to get my hands... (laughs) I'm trying trying to get my hands on them, so to speak. Okay. (laughs) um, So was he, but unfortunately his hands were tied above his head. Yeah, exactly. But um, I'm I, if I if I ever find those, supposedly they're up for sale, and I'm not going to buy them. But I certainly don't have a problem with stealing them from whoever actually buys them. Um, I'll post them, so we'll see what happens. So mo- moving on, um, have you been since you've been out? Have you been watching Twitter at all? No. Okay. Well, well, I went on Twitter and like did some shit, but and I've looked at some stuff, but. There's not, not really. I am fucking fascinated with Twitter right now because, like, the other night, Trent Reznor, you know, from Nine Inch Nails, yeah. was like just going off on this guy, and it was just the stupidest fucking thing. It's like the guy blogged and called him a has been or something like that, and and apparently this really infuriated Trent Reznor. And I wrote about it on the blog, so Trent Reznor goes off on this guy, but but it's really fascinating to see all the egos on Twitter, like the celebrities. Yeah, and um, and it's it's funny as hell. Another one of my favorites is Kirstie Alley. Man, she's a fucking nut job. Yeah. Do you do you follow her at all? No. She'd be on my list of least likely to follow. Oh, she's she's really one of the most boring people in the world. But her her Twitter is just I, I just can't stop reading it because she's fucking insane. But um, okay. So you ready to play celebrity twats? Yeah. Okay. So, just to describe it again, this is a game that we came up with on the last show, and I'll read a series of um, celebrity Twitters, and Chris is going to guess who these Twitters came from. I was uh, three for three last time. If you, you were, remember. you were, but I have a few tricks up my sleeve this time. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay, I, I've I've actually been watching the Twitters for a while, and so I've kind of categorized each group of, of twats here. So my first one I'm calling the me, 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 me category. It's all about me. And the the Twitters are coming. The twats are Paula Abdul. You know who she is, right? American Idol. Yeah. Nicole Richie. You know who she is, right? 
Yeah, she's uh, in a relationship with Benji Madden. Yes. And also, Tila Tequila, do you know who she is? She's from, like, The Bachelorette or Bachelor or something, right? Yeah, yeah, she's, like, some... Or, no, is, or she's is she like from... A, no, no, she's, she's from she's, Flavor of Love. Yeah, she's, like, a bisexual skank who got famous... From Flavor of Love, I believe. Yeah, she, she's on MTV or something. I don't know, she's got, like, a... Yeah, Flavor of Love is the one with Flavor Flav. She tried to date Flavor Flav. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even know how she's famous, but... I just okay. told you. All right, well, now I know. All right. I'm, I'm educated now. So, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, our first our first twat. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to apologize to everyone for my erratic mood swings and outbursts this past month. It's been crazy, but I'm good now. Okay. Second one. What a great day. I'm not used to having so much time on my hands. I'm catching up with friends I've been missing. And the last one. I don't like to use the H word, but sometimes I really hate having bangs. Wow. All right, I want to go Tila Tequila for the first one. Okay. Paula Abdul for the second one. Mm-hmm. And the final one is Nicole Richie. You sure? Yeah. You're fucking cheating. No, I'm not. You're three for three. Yeah. What was your thought process there? How did you figure okay. that one out? This is how I deduced it. Nicole Richie barely ever has bags. She always combs her hair to the side. Paula Abdul always has bangs. And Tila Tequila is a black chick, and they have huge bangs. She's not a black chick. She's Asian. Whatever. She has bangs. And I figured Paula Abdul's shit went down before this month, and she's been in, like, a bunch of spin trying to repair her image lately, so I doubt she has anything to apologize for. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think she's probably down because there's no American Idol going on right now. Ah, okay. You know, I really need to get someone dumber to play this game with me. Why? I mean, because you're too smart. I mean, yeah, I got the highest-rated Jeopardy was when that one guy was undefeated. Okay. Think about it. Okay, well, let's see if you the get the highest-rated this... quiz show. Remember the show Quiz Show? Yeah. Okay. Whatever it's called. All right. All right. Well, here, try my next category. Let's see how how well you do here, okay? Uh, I'm calling this the dumb bitch category, okay? Unlike the last one. Here's the twat. Matthew Perry from Friends. I have uh, Tila Tequila in this one again. And Miley Cyrus. Uh, Hannah Montana. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Here's the first one. Just found out that gym is short for gymnasium. So cool. No way. <laughs> That's one. Okay. Do they spell gym right? <laughs> yes. The next one. This is a do da do life's good moment. Uh. Okay. There's number two. The third one. Y'all help me. What else can I eat to gain some weight? Cornbread? All right. That's okay. The cornbread comment is uh, tea, tea tequila. Okay, tell me your thought process here as we go. Why Why do you say that? Because she's urban. Oh. Okay. Now, okay. Um, the do-da-do thing. Okay, mm-hmm. repeat that one again. This is a do-da-do life's good moment. And then repeat the other one. Just found out the gym is short for gymnasium. So cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> and who is, the, who is it besides Hannah Montana? 
Okay, we have Miley Cyrus, Tia Tequila, and Matthew Perry. Oh. Weird. Hold on. No Googling. No, I'm not. Matthew okay. Perry does not need to put on weight ever. Okay. Okay, so I think... That's a good point. That's a very good point. So, I, that's either the Asian... Asians have a hard time putting on weight. Not a lot of fat Asians. Okay. I'm going to stick with that. Wait, you're, no, you're not thinking about the big tone now. Yeah, uh, I guess. He's not really Asian. Filipinos are different. They're closer yeah, to Mexican. Yeah, Filipinos are Mexicans, yeah. They're yeah. Hispanic. Um, what do you call it? Okay, so then I'm going to say the do-da-do moment is... Uh, what's the other one besides the do-da-do? I need to um, get it one more time. Just, just found out that Jim is short for gymnasium. So I cool. Okay, that can't be right. That has to be... Unless he's trying to be fucking funny that can't be Matt Perry because he's like supposedly like his whole character is like I'm too smart for my own retarded activity you know <laughs> so I'm going to have to say that the do da do thing is Matt Perry suddenly heard at a meeting and the gym for gymnasium is Hannah Montana how do I score? You score one out of three awesome uh, you, you fucking almost had it too uh, so, so the gym is short for gymnasium is Matthew Perry yeah see he's just trying to be funny that's not yeah but I thought it sounded dumb too so that's why I that's threw it in cheating. there cheating <laughs> see I told you I had some tricks up my sleeve here and the do-da-do is Miley Cyrus yeah. and, the, and you're right the cornbread thing is Tila Tequila yeah. is that how you say it Tila Tequila I don't know I don't know Okay, I have two more. You want to play the rest, or should we move yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the next one, I have a, a DJ slash MC category here. I have DJ AM. You know who he is, right? Yeah, the burn victim. Yeah, the guy who was in the plane crash. Um, MC Hammer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the burn victim. <laughs> MC Hammer. MC Hammer. And Samantha financial Ronson. Financial victim. Yeah, and you know who Samantha Ronson is, right? No. She's She was the one who was dating Lindsay Lohan. Oh yeah, okay. Let's it go. looks like a boy. Okay, so what, here's what is the she's a oh yeah she's a DJ. Okay, and, and okay. these are her. Okay, here. So ready? Here we yeah. go. Home and off on a Saturday night. Terminator with my girl and some bomb dinner. What Saturdays are made for? Okay, here's the next one. Monday DJ Appreciation Day. Shout out to all my DJs. Don't stop the music. Okay, here's the last uh, uh. one. Here's the last one. To the asshole who just stole the sweater I dropped by the DJ booth. Fuck you. Let's hear your thought process on this, too. I don't know. They're all pretty fucking generic. Read it. Read the DJ AM. Who's that one chick again? Samantha Ronson. What makes her famous again? She dated Lindsay Lohan. Uh yeah, she probably made the fucking bitter one because she's not dating Lindsay Lohan anymore. Okay. Um, the real generic one is probably DJ AM about what day it is. Okay. And then the other one's the other one. Wait, two of them had what day it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Read those again. Home Fuck. off on a Saturday night. Terminator with my girl and some bomb dinner. What Saturdays are made for? Mon- oh, go ahead. That has something to do with DJ Awareness Day, does it? No. Okay. Yeah, the DJ Awareness Day is going to be DJ AM. Okay. And then the one about home on a Saturday is going to be the other dude. MC Hammer. Oh. 
He's not a DJ. No, I know, but he's an MC. It's two, uh, you know, two letters. Read it again. Home on a Saturday. What? Home and off on a Saturday <laughs> night. Terminator with my girl and some bomb dinner. What Saturdays are made for? And that's DJ AM. Okay. Hammer's been home on a Saturday for the rest of the <laughs> Doesn't MC Hammer has a new reality show out though? I'm still right. Okay. All right, you are three for three. Three for three. Yeah. See, you're way too good at this. No, that's what makes it good. If I suck at it, it'd be pointless. No, I want you to suck at it, though. That sucks. I like it when you're wrong. Okay, here's the last one. This is the superstar category, and the twats are Kirstie Alley. Superstar? Yeah, Kirstie Alley, Wyclef Jean. How do you say that? Wyclef Jean? Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean. Like Jean Paul Gaultier. Okay, and Alyssa Milano. You ready? Sean Paul it's Sean Paul Gautier. Okay, you ready? Alyssa you got- Milano has uh, Coke can or Coke bottle nipples. Okay, that's good to know. Okay. I'll make a, I'll make a note of that right here. Um, so you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here's the first one. Fans made us famous. There is no such thing as a human star. You would be burned to death if we ever got close to a star. So thanks to the fans. Okay. Here's the second one. Who's the other one besides the two chicks? Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean. Okay, here's the second one. So, I don't want to toot my own horn, but did you notice my verified stamp of approval on my homepage? I've arrived. Take that, fakers. That's about Twitter verifying their celebrity dumb. You know, like Twitter has this way to verify if celebrities Uh. are real celebrities. Okay, the last one. And it, the, the first three words are in caps. I am going to contact Susan Boyle. You know who Susan Boyle is, right? No. She's that bitch that that was singing on the the real ugly British woman on Britain's Got Talent. I don't think I know who she is. Yeah. yeah. Um, she is. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish it. I am going to contact Susan Boyle. She is glorious. She just needs some tips on how to survive as a star. She just needs help. Okay. That's so. that's Kirstie Alley. Okay. Alyssa Milano said it about the fans, and she was referring to all the stars of Who's the Boss, including okay. Tony Danza. Okay. And Wyclef John is... What was the other one? So, I don't want to toot my own horn, no, but did you wait, notice... No, wait. No, no, no. What's all that noise? Sorry. My headphones fell. Oh. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um. All right, Wyclef was the one that said about the fans, mm-hmm. and Alyssa Milano said the thing about verify. Is that your final? Yeah. One hundred percent. I'm not playing with you anymore. That sucks. The fact <laughs> that I'm one hundred percent means I'm awesome. We got to get Freeman in on this, man. He can guess first. Yeah, there you go. So I Maybe, sweep it. Not. You're just you're really good at it. I mean, seriously. I don't know if you're cheating or not, but you're pretty good. How could I cheat? I don't know. Let's move on. So um, honestly, how could I cheat? I don't know. It would take me too long to type in the fucking thing, and I can't, you can I tell know. I can't even remember it five seconds till after you say it. Maybe you hacked my computer or something and saw my notes. I don't know. So um, Letterman versus Palin. Yeah. That happened. 
Yeah. Basically. So who, who won? Well, I think everybody lost. Because <laughs> Letterman had to apologize, kind of. So basically what happened was um, Letterman made a few jokes about Bristol Palin and pregnancy. Sarah Palin goes on and accuses him of making the jokes about Willow, who's 14. Yeah, because she was the one at the game that he was referring to. Yeah. And then he called, and then she called Dave a pedophile. Right. She called him like, and she called him like creepy old man and all kinds of shit like that. And then Letterman came back with, with, um, I don't know, what did Letterman, Letterman came back and said something. He said, I have, what he said here. He said, uh. Anyway. One awkward moment for Sarah Palin at the Yankee game. During the se- seventh inning, her daughter was knocked up by Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> that oh, was, and then, that and, then was and then he made a comment about, well, Alex Rodriguez didn't complain. Like when Sarah Palin came back and complained about that comment. He goes, well, I don't know why she's so mad. Alex Rodriguez didn't complain. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, where's another one? Uh, Oh, here okay. it is. I would never, never make jokes about... Sorry, it's very time. I would never, never make jokes about raping or having sex of any description with a 14-year-old girl. I mean, look at my record. It has never happened. I don't think it's funny. I would never think it was funny. I wouldn't put it in a joke. And then he said, "If you're Governor Palin, if you're watching, I would like to consider coming to New York City. You and Todd as my guests. Or leave Todd at home. <laughs> Okay. Yo, he also called her a sexy stewardess or something. That she dressed. Oh yeah, he said slutty stewardess or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was funny. So, um, okay. So, anyways, did you want to talk about the late-term abortion doctor, George uh, Tiller? Yeah, just basically Bill O'Reilly. He's just been attacking George Tiller for a long time. Some guy trying finally listened to O'Reilly and shot one of the guys he hates, and he just says a lot of ill shit about him. Mm-hmm. We couldn't pull the audio, but it's pretty crazy the shit he says he compares him to Hitler talks about uh, Tiller guilty of being not this is after he's dead mm-hmm. saying that he's guilty of Nazi stuff and he was equivalent to an Al Qaeda and uh, an organization promoting man boy love <laughs> okay so um, O'Reilly's got class yeah okay um, Tiller so, was actually suing O'Reilly at the time. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh. Forced him just hurting his business and make just slander, libel, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Cool. And then uh, O'Reilly also said, when I heard about Tiller's murder, I knew pro-abortion zealots and Fox News haters would attempt to blame us for the crime, and that is exactly what has happened. Uh-huh. And I kind of agree with him about that. I hope. Yeah. Well, they had a Tiller death watch up on the, um, like, one of the Christian Coalition sites, too, so. But, um, anyway, so, um, moving on. Chastity Bono is getting a sex change operation. Good for her. Yeah, I I think it's cool, you know. 
Who cares? Yeah, but you know, I but I did I did look into phalloplasty, you know, because I was like wondering like oh, God, how, what's wrong with you? I I just your ISTP probably thinks you're fucking weird as shit. I know, <laughs> no kidding, huh? Um, but like I was just curious, like how does like I know how a man becomes a woman? They take the penis, yeah. and they turn it inside out basically and make a vagina is what they do. But <laughs> yeah. but the other way around doesn't it's like kind of weird, right? So. So I started reading what's involved in a phalloplasty, and they they basically grow like excess skin on on your limb or something, and it kind of reminded me of a South Park episode I saw where where they were growing a penis for one of the teachers who cut his penis off, and they grew it on the back of a mouse, you know. So there was this mouse running around with a big penis on it, you know. But um, but I was reading that for a phalloplasty, they'll they'll actually grow a penis from from her skin somehow and it'll take like a few months to to grow and she's been undergoing this process forever so but i'm wondering how how that works out with ejaculate and such like how how will they get how how much do you wonder that <laughs> aren't you curious about that though i mean like i can't say i, I am. think it's i think it's fascinating but um anyways okay so um finally we're running a bit over but i did want to mention scientologists which i think is fucking hilarious because i hate scientologists but they got they got busted um for editing wikipedia from the church of scientology and like putting all this propaganda shit in there in the wikipedia so they actually (laughs) wiki went in and banned their ips and their accounts from editing wikipedia because they were so corrupt in their editing. And so I think that's pretty funny. So no Scientologist can edit any Wikipedia article? Um, well, I'm sure that they can mask their IPs somehow, but, but, but the known IP range coming from the Church of Scientology is completely banned from editing Wikipedia. Uh, fuck, sorry. Yeah, but, you're having a lot of technical difficulties I know, here. it's stuck to my chair, sorry. Fucking, uh... It's illegal. They're trying to make Scientology illegal in France right now. They're trying to ban it completely as a religion. Did you See, read I don't, that? France is fucked up. I, I really don't believe in banning religion. You know. Because, yeah, I don't either. But if, but, if I had to but, pick one, it would probably be Scientology. That's what I was going to say. If I had to pick a religion that really should be wiped off the face of the earth, it probably should be Scientology. <laughs> but um, anyways, let's let's wrap it up here. Um, Go to the website, read the blog at zealist.com with three Z's. Zealist.com. You can email your feedback to editor at zealist.com on MySpace. Zealist. Nobody's on MySpace anymore, though. We've all moved to Facebook or Twitter, but um, myspace.com forward slash zzzlist. Or also on MySpace, auto TK. On Facebook, visit Ro Hurley or Chris Otto, and he's the one from Scottsdale. On Twitter, ZZZ List or AutoTK. Let's give our friend Bob Freeman a plug here. Um, he's got a new URL on his message board. It's bobfreemanboard.tv. <laughs> That's TV. T- like transvestite. Uh, yeah, like I can't afford .com. Yeah. Anything else? Like I'm, I'm such a loser, I can't even get the .net to work. Yeah. You know, like that. And our friend Big Tone, um, read his blog. We no, do not support do it. Uh. 
Come on, let's give Tone a plug. FilipinoRedneck.blogspot.com. Only losers are on Blogspot. Losers. Um, anyways, that's it. Have a good evening. All right. Bye, everyone. Stop your messing around.